So welcome back to this podcast by Sensensor.com and today you'll learn how to identify your triggers so you can deal with them before they cause big issues in your relationship. Okay, so you learned so much about how attachment impact your relationship and how to deal with attachment needs and conflicts. Now let's see how you can identify your needs and triggers. Once you know those, you can express your needs clearly and manage your triggers rather than just acting on impulse emotions based on old childhood strategies to protect yourself that no longer serves you. Based on our past relationship with key attachment figures like our parents, romantic partners or close friends, we may have experienced our boundaries being violated or our needs are not met, or we might have felt abandoned. This will likely result in attachment fears and insecurities that makes it easier to get triggered. This is one of the big gifts of relationships, that our partner will trigger us. And if you're conscious and don't hide away from the emotions and sensations, then you can heal those old wounds. We are often not aware when we are triggered because we simply feel emotions like anger, sadness and other emotions that can overwhelm our system, so we lash out instead. This in turn makes our partner defend himself and unable to hear our actual needs and fears. When you know your own triggers and your partner know your triggers and vice versa, then you have the first step to prevent this destructive cycle. Knowing your triggers will also help us identify our needs that we require to feel safe and for self-expression. We can then communicate them in a loving way to our partner. Not all needs are attachment needs, by the way, so it's important for you to learn to hear the difference between when your partner expresses an attachment need versus an individual need. An attachment need is often expressed as feeling excluded, alone or abandoned. It's often expressed in blame language, but what they really are saying is that their attachment needs are not being met and they need to feel safe. Statements could sound something like, he's always busy working and even forgot our anniversary. Even when he is home, he just sits in front of the TV. We seem to live separate lives anyway. Sometimes I feel lonelier in this relationship than I did before when I was single. We're together, but separate. We're co-parents and just raise children together. I'm not sure I matter to him. Everything else seemed to be more important. Can you see how these statements reveal they feel alone, not important, feel abandoned, and that you will not be there in time of need? This is a cry for you to attend to the attachment need, not that you address the specific issue that triggered them. The real issue is not you watching TV. The real issue is likely that your partner wanted you to be there for them, give them attention, help with cooking or whatever their need is. Once their needs are met, they will not care if you watch some TV. Often men will draw, causing the partner to experience him as cold and distant. However, it's often a feeling of hopelessness and failure that consumes him and a fear that nothing he does will have a positive impact. It's the first sign of giving up and detaching, so it's important to understand that he wants to attach, care and be emotionally involved, but the man is often scared that he will fall off short, and having learned that men should always know what they're doing, be on top, this can be very scary for men. So when you can swap the criticism, blame and attacks with encouragement and clearly expressing your underlying attachment needs, then you're much more likely to see him engage in the way that you want. Positively reinforcing the behavior you want is far more effective than trying to change the behavior you don't want through punishment or blame. 
We'll talk in far more details about this in later podcasts, so this was a short introduction. I hope you have fun and see you at the next podcast. Take care.